Yo, yo, check this out. Check this out. Previously heard. Previously heard. Good Hope FM. Let's go. Your favorite influencers and content creators. This is Like, Follow, Subscribe on Nightlife with Celeste Anthony. That's right. We chat to your favorite content creators and influencers as we see them on social media. And we get to find out how their daily lives go and what they get up to when we don't see them on our screens. And also maybe how the journey in social media started. Tonight, we're very lucky to be talking to a fashion hair and beauty influencer with about 57.7 Instagram followers alone and a whopping 32k followers on TikTok. Nazar Jacob is welcome to Good Hope FM. Hi, Celeste. Thank you for having me. <laughs> You're so welcome. How are you? How was your day? I'm great. I'm actually in bed. Oh! <laughs> I feel like that is a strange occurrence for you to be in bed already. Yeah, but I had a good day. How was your day? My day was okay. I just said earlier to Chad Simon, who, by the way, said I must say hello to you. Oh, I said to him, what a slow day today. And now I'm tired because it was a slow day and I don't think I'm used to that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Nizami, yeah. people join me on the show, right, for the very first time. I asked yes, them, you've it. created this amazing platform for yourself. Do you now think of yourself as a content creator or do you think of yourself as an influencer? I like to call myself a content creator. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know there's like a, a stigma sometimes towards the mm. term influencer. Um, but yeah, I, I call myself a content creator just yes. based on the kind of content that I do. 100%. Speaking of which, can you tell us where your love for beauty and hair and fashion actually came from? So I actually started back when I was like 17 years old in high school. Um, and I always was into creativity and the creative side of okay. things. So I ended up going into fashion at the beginning and then... Because I was still a student and things were quite pricey, buying new clothes ended up just being way out of budget. So I ended up dabbling in beauty and makeup. And because you can just buy one palette and create so many different looks out of that, that's how I ended up just learning more about makeup and playing around. And then I just fell in love with it. And since then, I kind of just continued to grow and learn and then I started doing video online and then that also just picked up and everything kind of shifted towards video on social media as well so it kind of worked in my favor let me Um, ask you before you go on were you one of those people that did you do the makeup on yourself or did you like involve your friends and family and be like can I try (laughs) looks on you (laughs) (laughs) so at the beginning I started doing it on myself okay I yeah, I ended up watching like a lot of videos and okay. then I kind of just experimented on myself. And then there was a point back in varsity when I was just like, everybody kept asking me to do their makeup for them. So then I was like, okay, well, I can actually make this a business. Of course. Let me, let me, yeah. <laughs> so then I was like, let me start offering this as like a service. I created a price list and oh, I took this on my friends and my, my siblings. And from there, people just started booking me and then I ended up doing people's makeup. So that also shifted into a whole other kind of route that I didn't expect to I yeah, love exactly. this for you because, let me be honest with you, even if you're interested in fashion, even if you're interested in beauty and makeup, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be any good at it, right? Because I, me, yeah. I can't do makeup. <laughs> <laughs> I have tried, I have watched videos, I just don't have the technique. And so you loved it and committed yourself to it and you were really talented at it. Um, so tell Thank us you. where, you know, the, the, the social media aspect picked up. You were doing this, you loved it anyway. Now you're pulling out a camera. Yeah, so... I remember, actually, I'm thinking back to, like, the first time I started filming. So, 
because I, I started seeing like video footage was starting to come up on Instagram because obviously Instagram started out like as an image platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there was that shift. And then I was also like, you know what? I actually really like video. It's very expressive. I can have fun with it. Mm. So I bought my first camera. I saved up my money from that. Um, from your business? Makeup. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, then, and then I ended up buying myself my first professional camera. And then I just played around with it. And I watched YouTube videos on how to work a camera. And my first couple of videos were horrible. <laughs> I was just thinking back. That was so I think sad. it's, it's oh part God. of the story that had to be horrible for you to look back at yes. it and go, "Wow, I've grown such, yes. you know, such a long way." Um, how did the editing? Because I, I, I really, there's a lot of, as you said earlier, there's a lot of stigma attached to influencers and stuff. But I don't think people yeah. understand how technically skilled also you have to be especially for, for yeah. those of you who do your own editing and stuff. Because me, I can't even do an edit on a TikTok video that. <laughs> That I must just put words over. So do you do yeah. that yourself? What do you do? How did yeah, that so, even start for you? So also because when I started out, I couldn't afford a videographer. Of course. So yeah. everything had to be in-house. And basically when I started doing content creation, I knew that because I'm a one-man kind of a person doing this, I have to make sure that I am skilled in the editing, mm. in the create, like the concept development, in the actual like doing the art or doing whatever brief is sent to me. Like, you have wow. to be a jack of all trades yeah, when yeah, you yeah. are a content creator. Because, especially at the beginning, before you end up getting the money, um, you're going to have to be doing it yourself. So then once oh, you wow. are able to do it, then you can kind of graduate to the next level, which is being able to employ other people to kind okay. of get on board. And that but takes time. And I think people don't to. realize yeah, that. Yeah, it does. It really does. Like, like I said, I started when I was 17. And like... Every single, like, year I've grown in some oh. other kind of aspect. And, yeah, like, it's a journey. And some people are lucky enough to kind of just go viral or get that boost initially. Mm. But for most of us, we have to work hard. Like, we have to, we have to kind yeah, of so the effort cross. over a long... Yeah, the first couple of years, a lot of the times, you don't even see the financial gain of, of being a content creator. So, like, you, you do a lot of collaborations to... To grow your page, yeah. to build relationships. And then only after you've done that and built that foundation, then oftentimes mm. does the other opportunities, the paid campaigns, the the bigger the bigger things come in, basically. I'm so very happy that you're saying this because I think there's a lot of young, young individuals who are wanting to go in this into this um, you know, this route of, of content creation. And they do really sometimes think they'll wake up tomorrow and there'll be a financial game yeah. and they can have a team and they can glam and they can do all these things. And a lot of times yeah. I speak to influencers that has really gained traction over the last two years. And if I speak to them, they go, Oh no, I've been doing this for ten years. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh yeah, wow. So that's another thing. I think a lot of people, when they start, they think it's going to be kind of like a quick mm. um, jump to to a community. It takes time. And a lot of the times, like you'll see when you do speak to people, like you said, you, they're, they're in it for a while and only towards the end or it like the last. Like yeah. these, yes, exactly. But because of all that foundation that they've laid previously, when it does pick up, it kind of has that momentum. For sure. So, and they're entirely prepared yeah. in all sides of the things, you know, the exactly. business end especially. Mizar, exactly. we see these beautiful images and, and beautiful videos that you've created for us to see. But what is it that Muzar Jacobs does when she's not on our screens? <laughs> what do you do to chill out? 
to chill out. Hmm. So normally I would actually create some makeup looks, um, but recently life has been so busy because of like the engagement. Yes, indeed. Just yes. hold up. Lizar Jacobs recently got engaged. So big congratulations to you. And girl, Thank let me know. tell you, you wasted no time. Le. You are giving us with the wedding content. I'm trying. I'm trying. How has the journey of being a fiancé been? Oh, I I'm enjoying it. I'm loving it. Um, I'm tra- I'm trying to just enjoy every moment because also like I'm getting married quite soon, so I don't have that much time to oh, just, like, wow. take it in. So I'm trying as much as possible to not let anything stress me out. I wanna yeah, quite hard. I'm gonna give you this piece of advice as someone that's been a bridesmaid twelve times. <laughs> Twelve oh times, <laughs> please. Whatever you do, I know it's so stressful, and I know because it, it is. Whatever, even if you try to minimize the stress, you'll still be stressful, stressed out. I mean, but it's so important to just you and your fiance to just keep connecting because yes. four years from now, you don't want this to be a blur. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. How's exactly. the planning going? Is everything so? I won't pry too much, but I did say to <laughs> to the night owls, I'll ask Nizar about how the planning is going. The planning is going. <laughs> it's going. It's going slowly, but it's going. <laughs> are you? Are you entirely? Are you guys prepared for those people that's going to be angry that's not invited to the wedding? <laughs> uh, you know what? Like we not. We actually decided we're not doing this huge reception thing. Love it. So we're doing a very like kind of like we're doing the Islamic part in the morning, and then we're doing quite an intimate thing later oh, on beautiful. in the day. So you know what, like, like not everybody's gonna get invited. It's a given. It's yeah. Um, and you know yeah, what? I always say the people that love you for real, real, they'll get it. Exactly, exactly. And exactly. they'll still send you a think... gift, even though they're not invited. <laughs> <laughs> I promise Ooh, let's you. Let's not go there. <laughs> listen, we are holding thumbs and we're holding our toes that we are getting content from your wedding, okay? And leading up everything to it as you've already put out. You, I know it's so yes, difficult to yes, plan it al- just by itself, <laughs> and you're still giving us the content. So we're really appreciative of that. And before I let you go tonight, I want to ask you about you know. I think it's very obvious for us as as the consumers of your content to see the pros, right? There's a lot of fabulous things that happen. You added a lot of events. Today you were at an event, I think. Um, it yes. looks lush and it looks stunning. But there's also cons to social media, which we are aware of. Uh, do you want to talk mm-hmm. to us about that? Yeah, so um, I think for me, there's, there's, there's various things that could be a con. I try not to focus on that. Of course. Um, I guess I also, like a lot of people... The privacy is one thing. It's also how much you share. So mm. people can feel very entitled, I guess, mm. to your life, which which isn't always like the best thing because there's obviously certain things that you want to keep private, but there's also a level of kind of information that you do share online. Sure. So people do kind of also have that that they want to know. But there is a con to that where sometimes people do kind of cross the line. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's like one of the cons. And then uh, there's just little things. Like some people just uh, are bit, uh, aren't the greatest people online. Like they aren't very kind. I've received some very horrible messages, very unprovoked. Oh, wow. So they, they is, there is that side to social media where, where you can get some, some people that just like... They, they can mess up with your mental health a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I understand. Um, so, so there are those kind of things. But I think also if you do put boundaries in place yeah. um, and the longer that you are kind of on social media and growing kind of a community, the, the good outweighs the bad. Oh, beautiful. And, and you also kind of also grow a bit of a thicker skin. 
So okay. things that that people might say to you, like you you tend to just kind of brush it. Yeah, because we kind of need to consider our source. If you're on social media yes. and you're bullying me through a user one five six seven, then I'm <laughs> exactly. gonna consider my exactly. source. I think what and you need to. Sorry, sorry, you're speaking, but I was just gonna say a lot of the times it's not even from your own community. No, it's you'll, not. You'll check, you'll check the people that's messaging you these horrible things, and they're not even following you. No, for want, real. They just want to say something. It's like it to be brave from a distance, most. Yes, yes, <laughs> people warriors. But that's just something that unfortunately you have to yeah. kind of deal no, with. No, I understand. Um, but if there are like people that are starting or wanting to get into the creative space, that's just something that they should also just keep yeah, in yeah. mind that mm-hmm. they do need to have a little bit of a tough skin um, with regards to sometimes what people will say to you or if there's yeah. any negativity that comes into your space, you kind of just have to handle it with grace. Yeah, with grace. That's beautiful. And I was just about to tell you, I think now leading up to your marriage and um, whatever follows that, people will be intrusive in that. You know what happens after you get married. People are intrusive about, no, 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 you know, babies, mm-hmm. this and this and that. People are intrusive. Mm-hmm. And I want you just to remember that your marriage and that thing that you're doing there is so sacred that we don't need to yes. know about it. You know what I mean? Yes. We don't, you people don't 100%. need to cry. So remember that. We love what you decide to put out there. <laughs> and we are appreciative of it. And I think you make beautiful content. So thank you for that. And thank, thank you for you sharing so your life with us. Thank you. And thank you for having me on of the course. show. Of course. Go well. And I'm so happy that you're in bed and you get to rest and chill out <laughs> for the rest of your evening. I'm still going to work till 12 o'clock. So I'm still out here. Oh. <laughs> oh, good luck to you, babe. Thanks, Nizar. Before I let you go, give me your handle one more time for those not following you just yet. It is at Nizar Jacobs. There you have it. The surname might change on social media. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Nizar, thank you for having us. Bye bye. Thank you, Celeste. Bye. Feel it for more. For more, tune in to goodhopfm.co.za. It's all you need.